0: something touched her legs. She was wearing her cut-off shorts and a light cotton t-shirt, the fabric starting to stick to her back already. When a warm sensation swept across her calves, she let out a cry and jumped to the side, flattening her palms against the rough wall behind her. A cat! The moggy meowed and stuck its tail high in the air. Oh, thanks a lot! The cat gave her a haughty stare, then showed her its rear. Flora laughed. She'd been stalked by a cat, nothing to be so jumpy about. She reached the top of the lane and saw an archway to her left. While she knew exactly where she was, this led around the back of the regimental museum and brought her out at the foot of the castle. She emerged into sunlight and the relief of a crowded street, turned right and headed down towards the station. There was a new shop down here she loved, selling vintage quilts and patchwork cushions and beautiful intricate designs on fabric, from wall hangings to tea cozies. A framed collage of a hair caught her eye, and Flora stopped to admire it. Someone pushed past, jostling her against the plate glass, and as Flora refocused, she noticed a figure across the street behind her. His face was hidden by a dark blue hood. It was impossible to tell whether or not he was looking at her, but somehow she knew he was. She whirled around, her line of vision broken every few seconds by the shoppers piling past. The moment she turned, the figure hunched and moved away with the crowd. Within seconds, he was gone. "'Excuse me!' A young woman with an impossibly wide buggy stood to Flora's left, giving her a hard stare. Her words were polite, but her look said, Get out of the way, idiot. Flora apologized and walked on, dazed. Was someone following her? Maybe she hadn't been imagining the footsteps back in the alley. She shivered involuntarily. Whatever she had or hadn't imagined, that person in the hoodie had been real. And she could swear they had been watching her. But why? Why? She reached the busy road that led to the railway arches and breathed a sigh of relief. Although she hated to admit it, she was almost looking forward to seeing Marshall. If Flora was to be any help to Joy at all, she needed to get this Mr. Felix business into perspective. Marshall would reassure her that it was nothing but the guilty mind of an old lady seeing revenge where there was none, tormenting herself with her memories. Well, he'd probably just say it was all bullshit, but that amounted to the same thing. Flora turned into the entrance to the arches, flinching as a train shot over the tracks ahead. She felt a drop of rain on her face and quickened her step. She headed for shakers, keeping close to the buildings as the rain started to fall more heavily. She heard a noise behind her and turned, still jumpy. Her foot went sideways in a pothole, pain searing up her ankle as she started to fall. But before she hit the ground, her forward motion was halted by a pair of strong hands, gripping her arms above the elbows. Flora screamed. She couldn't help it, her nerves were frayed to shreds. Almost as soon as the girlish sound had escaped her lips, she realized that the hands gripping her upper arms had already let go. She brushed herself down, mumbling an apology. She could feel the color rising in her cheeks. The man in front of her wore a smart gray suit, tailored to fit perfectly. His green eyes regarded her with obvious concern. I'm so sorry, he said. His voice was like chocolate. It's cool, Flora replied, flicking her fringe off her forehead. No probs." Had she just said no probs and cool? Oh boy, this guy was going to think she was a total idiot, an idiot trying to imitate a teenager. It was my fault anyway, she added, lowering her voice, which had suddenly turned unaccountably high-pitched. I wasn't looking where I was going. No, I noticed. Flora stole another look at the stranger. Out of Marshall's mouth, that statement would have been loaded with sarcasm. But out of this guy's, it seemed completely without guile. I thought I was being followed, she found herself saying. I was a bit spooked. Well, that's terrible. Are you okay? Genuine concern clouded his eyes. He looked behind her as if he might see the culprit hovering there. From the way his shoulders strained against the expensive fabric of his suit, Flora had no doubt he'd be able to sort out her hooded stalker in no time. If only this guy had turned up a bit earlier. A sticky reminder of her fraught trail through Shrewsbury's back streets lingered in the shape of sweat marks on the armpits of her T-shirt. She probably stank, too, after panicking and practically running up the hill like that. Plus, her hair was plastered to her head now, although they were reasonably sheltered from the diminishing rain under the canopy where they stood, facing each other, not talking.